Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 48. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation as the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within its citadels, God has shown himself a pure, a sure defense. Then the kings assembled. They came together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. They were in panic. They took to flight. Trembling took hold of them there, pains as of a woman in labor, as when an east wind shatters the winds of the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God establishes forever. We ponder your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. Your name, O God, like your praise, reaches the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with victory. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the towns of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion. Go all around it. Count its towers. Consider well its ramparts. Go through the citadels that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide forever. Joel chapter 2, verses 18 through 29. Then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. In response to his people, the Lord said, I am sending you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied, and I will no more make you a mockery among the nations. I will remove the northern army far from you and drive it into a parched and desolate land in front of the eastern sea, and its rear into the western sea. Its stench and foul smell will rise up. Surely he has done great things. Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field, for the plastures of the wilderness are green, the tree bears its fruit, the fig tree and vine give their full yield. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given an early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain as before. The threshing floor shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent against you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other. And my people shall never again be put to shame. Then afterward I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female slaves in those days I will pour out my Spirit. 
1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. Yet among the mature who do speak wisdom, though it is not a wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are doomed to perish, but we speak God's wisdom, secret and hidden, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For what human being knows what is truly human, except the human spirit that is within. So also no one comprehends what is truly God's, except the Spirit of God. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. Also, the first day of the season after Pentecost, also known as Ordinary Time. Yesterday was the birthday of the church, the, well, not 2019th. Or maybe it would be 2019th birthday of the church. Oh, that's a good question. Um, yesterday was Pentecost, which means uh, the in that short period of time between Jesus ascending to heaven on Ascension Thursday and yesterday uh, ends with the uh, descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles who speak in ways in which everybody can understand them in their own tongue. Um, I don't know if they were each speaking different languages. The text suggests that ever that the magic, the spirit of things happened in the hearing of it when people heard them in their own language. Um, and this is uh, spoken of or prophesied toward the end of uh, Joel, as we read. Um, Afterward, I'll pour my spirit out on all flesh. Um, Israelite sons and daughters will prophesy. Old men will dream dreams. Young men will see visions. And slaves will even receive the Holy Spirit. And this is what happens yesterday at Pentecost, the 50th day um, following uh, Easter. That's where we get the Penta from, which is five or 50. And this morning we have a reading from uh, the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, uh, explaining and describing the Spirit of God that knows the depths of God that... um, is given to us um and so the next man at least 30 weeks 30 some odd weeks i think um the the weeks will go by in ordinary time and there is no particular season uh liturgical season other than that this is the ordered time following pentecost um i've said before it may seem mundane and kind of boring but that's kind of the point the um 
the ordered nature of these weeks um, are, uh, that is their liturgical purpose, is the order of them. It's the same word we get for ordinand, who is somebody who's getting ordained. Um, and we sometimes get caught up in the different, you know, 31 different flavors of liturgical seasons. Um, and this one is just, just ordinary. Um, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't um, have a special place in the church calendar and the church life. Um, it just means that we also have to be accustomed to those to um, things being routine. Uh, that routine can be boring, but it's actually important. That's something, as a parent, you learn pretty quickly. Um, you may think it's boring, but it helps structure your day and it helps um, uh, make these daily routines integral to your life and make them predictable and let you focus on other things, like doing the works of God, the, the corporeal works of mercy or the spiritual works of mercy, for example. Um, when we're in a liturgical season that isn't ordinary, we get to focus on, oh, we're not saying hallelujah because it's Lent, or um, we're not kneeling following the Gloria because it's, um, it's Easter or something. Um, and here, all the ordinariness of our tradition um, is given full display. And the ordinariness is what, uh, is what we're called to. It's the, the works of God that come day in and day out, uh, that uh, we do um, in recognition of God, but we do routinely so that you know, the left hand doesn't know what the right is doing. Um, and so I, I invite you all to settle in for the next several weeks of ordinary time. Uh, we'll um, continue to um, uh, share together every weekday morning. Uh, we'll see what the readings prescribe, and we'll um, take it one, one morning weekday at a time. Prayer for the Church from the Book of Common Prayer. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. Fill it with all truth, and all truth with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it where it is divided, reunite it. For the sake of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Savior. Amen. Thank you for falling into PewPewHQ's First Formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for pew pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing.
Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.